Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast recap season four, episode 16, The Reigning Lorelei. And uh, it originally aired March 2, 2024. I am a little under the weather. I apologize, but I'm rallying. And I have support yeah. from my awesome team, Danielle Romo, Tara Sood. Amy will join us in a minute. But um, hey, guys, how you doing? You're so dedicated. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you, I know you're sick and you're just like, you know what? I'm still going to show up and I'm still going to watch an episode and we're going to do we're going to do the thing. I'll tell you, man. Little NyQuil. Nice yeah. night's sleep. You wake <laughs> right up. Right after this. I, I don't want to do the day quill because it's like it's 24-7 of that in you. And I just like give my liver a, a little bit of a rest. But uh, I apologize for the, the creepy deep voice. And I, I'm not I mad at it. I can't. I kind of like it. <laughs> I can't really breathe right now. So you're breathing through your mouth. I'm a mouth breather right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Danielle, take it away, synopsizing uh, the way only you know how to do. 
Go ahead. All righty. Season four, episode 16, The Reigning Lorelei, air date March 2nd, 2004. The unexpected death of Grandma Trix devastates Richard. Mm. Plus, a secret letter is unva- unveiled that sends Emily over the edge. Lorelai is left to finish planning the funeral while Rory writes the obituary for her great-grandmother. Man, what do you think of this episode? Oh, I mean, <laughs> we just see Emily and Richard just go downhill. But at the end, there's hope. There right. is hope. Right. So I did love that. But I kind of liked seeing their demise for an episode. <laughs> yeah, like they were they were not... Emily and Richard. <laughs> yeah, not at all. No, yeah. Like we've never seen them before. Um, yeah, Did you remember you this episode, Scott? I Did don't, you remember this? I don't, no. Not at all. No. Not even a little bit. Oh, it was. Look who decided to join us. I don't even want to talk about it. But technology <laughs> is so challenging. <laughs> Did you have to move to 20 different spots in your house to your I mean, massive I'm on the, mansion? I'm on the, well, yeah. I'm not at my mom's and I'm on the floor and then the computer just crashes, but whatever. And I don't want to be a buzzkill, but I did not love this episode. (laughs) Did you guys? I mean, it's not my top, but it it wasn't the worst. It was definitely entertaining for me and not my top two, but I did. I did enjoy it. I I enjoyed it too. Really? well, yeah, I mean, it, oh, it, God, it proves so, so it kind of, it kind of goes against my theory that, you know, just the Gilmore stuff at the Gilmore house can, can work as a standalone series. No, yeah. I'm, I'm saying no, oh. but if, if audiences had never experienced stars hollow before and this show just came out, it was just like the four of them and then maids and friends and things like that. Um, it probably could have stood alone. You know what I mean? Those those four are dynamic and interesting enough. Um, and obviously the writing team. You know, we didn't spend very much time in Stars Hollow. We didn't spend very much time at all with anybody else. It was a it was a heavy, heavy, heavy Richard Emily episode, which is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of great all on its own. Because it was in, look, it was an easy episode, not easy, but an easier episode uh, for Lauren and Alexis. Uh, because a, a lot of the heavy lifting was being done by their parents, and mm-hmm. so the onus is on them, and 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 it's nice to give uh, Lauren and Alexis a little breather. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Because and and I'm not saying that they didn't have to be there all day every day, and of course they did. But um, you know, emotional, emotionally speaking, it was on Richard and Emily, and they hit it out of the park. And it was, and it was Ugh. also also for me. Did they? Um, yeah, I well, I mean, I think acting wise, <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Maybe I'm just like grouchy party of one. Like, <laughs> no, but maybe Amy, it was I, because I, it was sad. Right. Maybe it was because it was too sad for me. Yeah, that could be it. Like Richard's mother dying. Well, yeah. was sad for me. I, I was thinking that too. Like, you know, this show does death really well, but do you really want to do death on this show? You know what I'm saying? Because usually when, when somebody dies on this show and it's happened before, it's been somebody a little distant and it, they, they, for some, they always glean the comedy out of it somehow. Scott, like, you're, you're kind of nailing it. You, you know, you know what I mean? And, and you know, like Suki and Lauren will show Yeah, up. I think you're I think, nailing it. Cause I think, I think I don't want to have Danielle take her headphones off, but I think that's my problem with it. <laughs> 
is because it really brought it too close to home for me with what happens later in the movie. Right. Because this isn't this kind of show. Yeah. And that was so painful. In the Other movie. shows do death. Yeah. This doesn't, this show is not about it. It's not even close yeah. to being about it. Right. In, in a sense. And, but when they do right. it, it's pr- it was, it was pretty good actually. It I is good. The way that Emily revealed the death was also such a Gilmore way to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, I, I even forgot, like I've seen this episode before, but I forgot. I was like, Oh, this is this episode. Like I even, it was just so blunt. Like, Hey, do you have a second to talk on the phone? And then that your was, grandmother died. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Oh, okay. It kind of like three for a loop for a second. Yeah. Cause it was shocking too, because we'd just been with her and she was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and we knew Marion Ross was fine, obviously, because mm-hmm. she's alive now. Yeah, yeah right. she jumped she out of the back. casket and played another character. It was kind of <laughs> right. jarring. So it's like, why did they do it? Although there's reasons. I well, I feel like, do you think, <clears throat> excuse me, do you think it's mainly because there's so much of the storyline with like Richard and Emily and, and Richard saying, because you know, then not to jump ahead, but the letter comes in play. So I feel like it was more of a storyline for Richard and Emily and their mm-hmm. character development. Well, more yeah, than They had to course. bring them back together. Yeah. And they yeah. used yeah. her death to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. cause I don't think fans were digging uh, where uh, Richard and Emily were going in the series because they're, right. be- they're beloved. You need that solid base. There, yeah. You know? You're right. Well, and, <laughs> buckle up, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we all have to take our headphones off now? It's not Tara, but you two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't know why. I think, look, everybody, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've experienced this loss, this type of loss, too many times in the last uh, 15 years. Um, and it's gut-wrenching, and it's really, really tough to get through it, but... Um, it forces you to grow as a person. It's it's, but it's it's you know when you lose your mom, uh, there's nothing like that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 horrible, and yeah. it's it's you know how did it make? I kept thinking, how is this making me feel, and how is it making everybody in the audience feel? Because you know everybody terrible. In the audience, it made me yes. feel terrible. So that's why you kind of don't do death in this show. Yeah, and. I kept thinking, is there another way something could have happened to Trixie or there there could have been a, a, a different way to bring Emily and Richard together, right? Except for like losing like what became for me one of my favorite characters in the show. Uh, and it didn't start out that way, but that last episode she was in, just she, it was just so brilliant. And I wanted more of that, you know, and now we don't, now we can't get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that conflict between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a very useful, uh, nice tension added to the show. Um, you know, just my opinion. That's all. And the letter. Yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah. I don't know if you want to start going through the whole episode, but the letter was so Ugh. horrible. And yeah. then I don't. Emily is unhinged enough for me. So seeing her so unhinged, although it was funny, the smoking and the drinking, I was like, I don't. Why do I not love this? Right. You're right. You're seeing a great actress uh, doing things we haven't seen her do before 
and she's she's just so good, isn't she? Yeah. And she's so mm-hmm. funny, and she's so. I mean, I think of all of the talent in that cast. Um, you gotta hand it to Kelly Bishop. Yeah. I mean, you just have to give it to her. I mean, she's whew, what a fierce, yeah. fierce talent. Um, and that was on full display in this episode, and and I see a little note here by uh, our team that that that. Kelly Bishop said to People Magazine, this is her favorite episode of the series. No way. And I can see why. Well, yes. Okay, because so- she got to come out of that, that you know, the tautness and the tightness of that role she was playing well, and just let you- it go, get drunk and like, who cares? Devil make That's what's this. making me think is because she was so good in the episode is maybe why I also didn't love the episode because it was all just way too believable to me. Yeah. And I don't like Richard being like that. Richard is a force. Richard is the steady, strong father figure. So maybe it was just not that it was not a great episode. It was just an upsetting episode. Yeah. It was, it was definitely different. Um, I was engaged. I was engaged. I was on the edge of my seat. I was, all the great lines were coming. All the great acting was there. I mean, you're getting so much from this show, even when it's what we consider to be a little bit off center in terms of uh, tone, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's still bringing the heat. It's still engaging and great and just filled with great acting. And man, when do you ever see that? Um, Like to that level. When did people ever get to do that? Because that's it's like you're watching theater or you're watching really, really good film. I, I just thought this was a, it was unlike what we're used to on Gilmore yes. Girls. But yes. I think that, I think that the writers have trained us as an audience to expect the unexpected. And that's kind of how they write. And this was definitely unexpected, but you know, delightful. Well, yeah. maybe it was also because Luke and Nicole, it was just for me, I was like, uh is no one happy in stars hollow right now like uh. right 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 it 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 certainly didn't have the the levity uh shall we say um uh it was a different kind of humor right it was it was deep gut wrenching real stuff and we come right from the very beginning of her friend dying it's like why is already dying you know what i mean like her her friend dies right Right. And then there's that drama and Richard isn't going to go to that funeral because he's going to go with Mr. Himoto and Digger and they're going to golf. Like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then, then they got another death. Well, did you find that a little odd that, um, you know, Richard begged off that funeral. He said he had a business meeting and a, a, a lunch golf thing with, with clients, with Jason. And well, what it's like so unfeeling and so uncaring, it's, you know, it's, her good, her, her good, what? right? Her, yeah. her good friend passed away, right? And nobody cared. Lorelai didn't care, making jokes about it. Richard didn't care, didn't want to go to the funeral. It's like, geez, man. Yeah, it was tracking though, based off of the right off of yeah. what so. Richard's got going on right now. His work and Digger are so much more important. And look, I just want to say, it's almost like this is one of those episodes where four episodes from now, when we do that this is going to make a lot of sense. And maybe that's what's clouding me because I'm a little dreading some of the things that are coming. So I don't know what's messing with my, 
they obviously thought they needed to build another foundation mm-hmm. to this structure. And this is it. This was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, that's life, right? People get, yeah. people become invisible in relationships at times. And right. they have to sort of, uh, you know, shout a little bit and say, hey, you know, take care of me. And that's just sort of this natural cycle of relationships in life. And, you know, Emily's in one of those right now. So you're so right. Like, I know that we don't like, you know, death on Gilmore Girls or, you know, problems between Emily and Richard because they are, you know, quote unquote, the pillars of, you know, the show. But I do think Gilmore Girls in general does a really good way of, of, like mirroring what's happening in life for just people, mm-hmm. but also making it, you know, a little uh, adding a flair to it, a little mm-hmm. more dramatic, obviously, because it's a TV show. But I think people can can watch this and relate to it, you know, whether their grandmother passed away or they feel invisible in, you know, their relationship or um, a relative passes away, but they're not close to them. So they don't know how to feel, you know, like all these different elements of this show although it does suck it's centered around death i think everyone can kind of find a thing that they can relate to right it's almost like uh oh i didn't know they could do that and look how versatile the writing is look how versatile the acting is they went there it's like a band you know Mm. some bands they're very versatile they can do all different kinds of styles and oh nice ballads and then heavy stuff and then cool rock stuff and some bands just do straight rock stuff or whatever and you know what you're going to get this one it's like this is a different type of a song that we Yeah, that's a that's a good analogy. You, you know what I'm saying? So And you still like the band, but you're like, hmm. Right. It deepens the experience with the band. It's like I didn't know they could do that. Or they would do that. Like it was a yeah. risk, right? They took a risk and it paid off, I thought. I just thought it deepened the show, it deepened the quality of the show, and it deepened our experience as an audience of it because we're going deeper with them. Yeah. We're going yeah, and through Laura- I liked Lorelai. Like she was handling everything well. I sort of brought it up like Digger kind of bugged. I don't know why. I just thought he was like, Yeah, that one line he that one line he said where he was like someone like ever like what was the one line he said where he was like uh, it's a bad time in my family where someone's dying once a month or something like that. Yeah, yeah and it like scarred. Oh, when he was ten like years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just thought mm, Digger didn't really step up. He didn't really <laughs> step up for Richard. He didn't really step up for Lorelai. Yeah, but do we expect him to? We don't. I don't. Absolutely I, not. I sort of always hoped he would be a really great guy. No. I'm waiting for the funny excuses, and I find him just bizarre and funny now. <laughs> you know, he's like the funny. He was the funniest guy in the episode because he was like, "No, I like you don't understand. I'm that I'm really screwed up, so and I can't do this." And when I was ten, it's like it's like okay, all right, this guy's. He's like. Did you see how long that hug was? <laughs> Wait, okay. I know I'm being annoying by like trying to direct. It's the longest here, hug ever. So long. What about Luke and Nicole? We get that kind of so so we get the opening scene, and they're eating the escargot, which is Ugh. so gross. I mean, just so gross. Oh, they actually are you aren't that bad. That they're not that escargot bad. Escargot is great if it's done well. No, this is no. It's so good. <laughs> Such a no. Oh, man. <laughs> Scott's like such a yes. Such a Ew. Yes. I've it's never just tried it, but I would. Oh, Tara. I, Tara just opened up a whole. I know. <laughs> That's what you shouldn't have said that. I, I actually, well, I, I, I'm very like, I'll eat anything. Like I, I really do. I'll try anything. So at least once. <clears throat> I've tried it. 
it's it's not the taste of it it's the thought of it yeah is it like and really the, salty yeah like the chew it of it oh <laughs> you know if you combine it with a pesto like a warm yeah. pesto Yuck, i don't even like pesto oh Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, let's talk about Nicole and Luke, because I feel like there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, Amy, you, you are passionate about Nicole and Luke. So you go for it. Well, I don't like it. I've never liked it. I'm ready to be done with Nicole. I actually thought she was done. I forgot that we have to deal with this. So, you know, I'm not feeling like she's good. Like, I liked her. She's fine. And I, she's fine. Mm-hmm. No one's right for him. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, fine. They're fighting. It's really annoying. They should uh, end it. And it was a little sad when he's like, are you going home? And she's just like, yeah. No, no are you going back to our place? Is right. And she's like, whatever she says. What did she say? She, well, just, she, said, she because- just said our place. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's not their place. Like Luke does not stay he's there. He's not there. Yeah. Well, right. I don't, he's not into her. I don't even want to know what's going divorced. on between those two. I just want it to end. You know? <laughs> Yeah, no one cares. Sorry. Love, like, love Trisha, right? She's great. And she, yeah, she's a great actress. And she, she, was, looks, she was fun on set. She and, looks great. Oh, she's she's just great in every way. But yeah, that relationship is... Uh, so bad. Seen better days, man. It never saw better days. It was bad from the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So anyway, I'm not sure. I guess, look, who am I? Who am I to judge? I, I'm supposed to be fired, but what? Stop. Maybe you stop I did. It? It's fine. Look, we're all trying and I'm working on all the things that you guys criticize. I'm working on it all. So 
Anyway, let's get back to it. So Lane's working at the diner, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. Somehow the fish pan got mixed with the eggs. Ew. Gross. Yeah, but what I I I actually I don't know. It's is this weird of me to get territorial? Because those are my lines, right? I wanted to deliver those lines. Uh You know what I'm saying? Lane's lines, you mean? Yeah. It's like now Lane's taking my lines away from me. Well, just for that, because you were fighting Nicole. Yeah, but I want the. So that had to be. I want all the. I want the lines. I want Luke lines. (laughs) Any line in the diner is Luke's. Yeah, (laughs) those are Luke lines. I mean, I agree. I mean, you don't. They're not Lane lines. They're Luke lines. And having Lane do Luke lines is. And then Lane's not being Lane, so it's sort of all mixed up. Yeah, I feel like when I was watching this, I, I felt like. Okay, obviously Rory's in Yale and they don't want to like get rid of Lane. So like they're trying to incorporate her her in a different way that's she can appear in every episode. More of her with the boys at the apartment and gotten more of that. Yeah, but she probably needs money. More of that. (laughs) She needs money. True, but we can know she works at the diner. I think for me, maybe it was too much with the death, Emily's meltdown, the letter, Richard heartbroken. And Luke and Nicole are fighting. Like I didn't have any Luke and Lorelai. Like, it was out of your comfort zone. Do you zone. know what it almost yeah. it might be? I think that in the last couple of years, we have all been conditioned, if we're fans of TV watching, um, to uh, get ten great episodes, and that's it. That's all you get mm-hmm. per season. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. order, when we were doing it, was twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, great point. So it's great hard. Point. It's so hard to do 22. It's really yeah. hard to do like, and I think this show does it better than anybody to give mm-hmm. you 22 really quality point. episodes. Even though, yeah. yes, we can point out some, um, you know, we could do a little Monday morning quarterbacking, which isn't terribly fair because we're not there in right. the writer's room in the moment under pressure, taking studio notes, taking network notes, rejecting them, uh, you know, filing through everything. What do we do? What do we do? And then they make these decisions and we're still getting these great episodes. So it's really right. tough producing, especially back then, uh, producing all these episodes. Now, a lot of these new 10-episode uh, arc things that it's one season, I don't think that these showrunners are getting the level of notes that network television gives their showrunners. I think that since they're coming from the film side, right, and creating these wonderful shows, these dynamic, incredibly uh, uh, insightful and beautifully acted and beautifully written shows, you're not getting the kind of uh, uh, network or studio notes that, that, mm-hmm. that one would expect. It's like, hands off, you know, we've got Oscar-winning people in here, Oscar-nominated writers in here, you know, F off. We're going to do <laughs> what we're going to do. You're going to, and that's the way it is. So it's, it's um so I thought they navigated. I thought Gilmore, the Gilmore writing staff navigated this stuff beautifully because it's, well, and it's also, really hard to do back then. I'm able to separate myself and say, just because I didn't love it doesn't mean it's not an amazing episode. I think it was an amazing episode. Yeah, I think I maybe was just in the headspace or it was too, too, it almost just made me think too much and I didn't like where my head was going. Right. It's not what this show does best, but it proved that it can do it if called upon to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and what did you think of? Oh, yeah. sorry, you go. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, what did you think of sort of incorporating a little bit of Yale into this episode with the paper and Doyle? I, and... I enjoyed that stuff. I, yeah, I didn't mind that. 
could have done without it. I'm really? over. I'm over Doyle. Like, oh, well, well. Oh no, really, guys? <laughs> Doyle's gonna be around. Just get used to him. Uh, he just is like so black. I, I will say, me. like, I don't like Doyle here. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm. I like Doyle fine. If Rory starts dating Doyle, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Not saying anything. But again, if they if they if they cut to a, a a Yale scene, the pull is the pull away from death and into life and you know and youthful life and energy is really strong and you want to stay there. So you don't want to leave and then you go back to death. And it's like, eh, you know, but you're yeah. getting those great performances. So Yeah. So interesting you bring that up too, because I thought and I don't know, I, I'd be interested to take a stopwatch. I felt like the death, anything with the death storyline, the scenes felt long. And the other scenes, the diner scene, the Doyle scene, the Suki scene, they all seemed so short to me. So I don't know if they were, they actually were shorter or if it was just like I was getting these brief breaths and then I had to go back to the Hmm. terrible. And then I'm already feeling terrible. And then the letter, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And now I don't like tricks i mean i always thought she was sort of like <laughs> we have so much to talk about God, there's so much to talk about. i know so, okay go to suki you know who i did love in this episode michelle yeah <laughs> he's always great did anyone else look up mock turtle soup i think i was just i hungry. did <laughs> but, but what i'm confused about is they say turtleneck soup do they not well so richard they, emily richard did Emily did i think he she misunderstood from richard and that's why they're like do you mean mock turtle soup because right. Doesn't yeah. Suki correct? And yeah, then she's yeah. like, "What is turtleneck soup?" Like that does not sound. <laughs> I think good. that was just didn't exist. I think it yeah. was supposed to be a funny joke. Uh, yeah, so. it was like Emily didn't know what it was. Like clearly, she doesn't cook. She doesn't know what these things are. And then that's why Suki was like, "Oh, you mean mock turtle soup?" Is is it like chili mock turtle soup? I looked it up, and and yeah, it kind of looks like that. It's it, it's almost like a beef stew soup. It doesn't look gross. It contains chicken thigh and beef and is filled with tomatoes, eggs, onions, and peppers. I'm not mad about it. That could be one variation. (laughs) Oh, it was an article saying, eat like a Gilmore mock turtle soup. (laughs) I have that book. Do you really? Yeah, you sent it to me. Yeah, I do too. You sent it to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But I, I'm still waiting on some pillows and shirts and things like that, which I'll never get. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten mine either, Scott. Don't you feel bad? You're getting soon. <laughs> yeah. And James Pettit's on it, too. We've been emailing with him about getting, getting you some more merch. So, okay. I did like Suki. I like how they reacted very appropriately to the situation. Yeah. They were like, we're here for you. Right. Michelle was so cool. And even the hug and then the that. funny joke. And let's not do that again. Right. The whole thing. I, I I thought that whole scene, that felt good. And Michelle was trying to find the dog show. All that. I was like, that one. But it work. also let us know as an audience that we're going to push the pause button on all of these characters. Every single one of them. Because the showcase is going to be Richard and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of uh, uh, Lauren. Yeah, you know this is this is who we're dealing with. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that to the rest of them, and we're gonna stay here, which is which is you know kind of fine, right? Everybody needed a rest, and it was yeah. a chance maybe for uh, Amy and Dan 
to see what they could whip up for Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here I go again. Here I go again. <laughs> Still be ignored <laughs> by the Academy. You want to tell me there were better performances than what Kelly Bishop gave? No, there she was weren't. great. Yeah. So maybe that was just sort of a measuring stick. And and Richard. I mean, like, Richard in this episode was just so incredible. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what, so we just get to that scene where Lauren, Lorelai, brings in the soup and Richard's on the couch. And that's when you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is brutal. And he's so sad. And then he has that regret. And it's just like. Um, Which is a very, again, another thing somebody can relate to. Like, this is morbid. But like, anytime I see my parents and if I get into a fight with them, I cannot let them leave until totally we're, agree. we're 100% okay again and happy and giving each other a hug. Because totally. that stress, that the thought of what happened to Richard stresses me out. Like, I. Yep. Ugh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I totally I, agree. Maybe that's why it was so upsetting. Yeah. Because you t- you started thinking about all those things. Mm-hmm. So I almost was like removed from the show because I started thinking about so many real life things. I don't yeah. know if that was my problem. Probably because it, it made you actually sad. You know, you're not or, you're not yeah. sad at Emily and Richard. You're sad at like how it's actually reality and even in your own life, too. Well, normally, and I think, Scott, we've talked about this. It's like with Gilmore Girls, you're so hooked in. I forget everything happening around me when I'm watching it. Literally, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just going to watch 20 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, the whole episode's over. Yeah. Whereas this one, it kept taking me out maybe because I was like, oh, that happened to me. Right. It wasn't wasn't the escapism that we have grown accustomed to. And when Doyle said he goes to call his grandpa or grandma that happens to me all the time. So I think maybe it was just too many like real life things were coming in my head. Mm-hmm. Cause I always try to call my grandpa always. I don't know. Maybe that was the thing. I think so, Amy, if it pulled a real life, you know, sadness from you and it put you in that, in that headspace. I mean, Luke, like, Oh my God. Wow. Scott, Scott, you had that with with um, your sister and you talked yeah. about that and how you were just so upset that episode. Mm-hmm. And that hit such a real life moment for you and a real life parallel. And Amy, mm-hmm. that's what this episode's doing for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, Emily, she was 86. Trix was 86. So it was like, great life. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think the pain for Emily, Emily's running around like, a, you know, trying to do everything and honor all her wishes mm. when it's like, oh, my God, this woman was so awful to you. Imagine what the yeah. show would have been like had Trix been a series regular and it was structured like mm. Trixie and her brood and then Richard and Emily and then. Too much tricks. You can only take her in small doses. I mean, the fact that Trix married her second cousin. Oh, can we talk oh about God. that? Uh, How she funny. was so Gilmore. That She's like, a, I'm just going to be a Gilmore Gilmore. That was a funny that scene. Was <laughs> creepy. And I love that it kept coming up. Yeah. I think also those phone calls. So then we have the phone call where Lorelai calls Rory. And they mm-hmm. sort of chat because you can't just be like, 
oh, hey, your grandma died. Like, which mm-hmm. almost like, well, that's I the wish. way Emily, like, that's how Emily did it. So I think Lorelai yeah. didn't want to do the same thing to Rory. Emily was better because it's like when someone says, oh, I need to tell you something, you have that uh, moment of pure sweat. and total yeah. threat. Like, that, ugh, that is the worst. <sighs> but there's like no other way to preface it. I don't feel no. like. No, hi, your grandma died. Are yeah, it's either the way Lorelai did it or the way Emily did it. Like, there's no in between. Yeah. And then Rory trying to sort of grapple with how she was feeling. I'm not crying. Should I be more sad? Like, I, I was just getting to know her. Like, ugh. That's funny. At least uh, a person called her that she loved and told her, right? Yeah. Some families experience, you know, they get an email. Oh, God. Or they get a phone call from a police officer. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, there were still good moments of levity, too, where they were like, oh, well, you've worked yourself up into a nice panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Rory was very relatable, sort of how she was dealing yeah. with it all. That was very, because this is not even her, this is her great grandmother. So it's like. Who she didn't even know that much. Like they've right. only met a so handful it's like she, of times. And, and then one, her wanting to learn about her and wanting to help. I and, did love oh, that. She learned about, it was kind of a weird thing. She learned about her great grandmother more through like researching for her obituary than right, talking right. to her. But. I feel like that in a weird way, really, I, I saw a bond between Richard and Rory in this episode yes. more than, and I've always known he's had like a special connection with her, but this episode I was like, oh, they are, they are very connected. Totally. When she yeah. said, I've got your back. Like, if you need me to do it, I'll, I can do it. Yeah. And tie his tie. Hey, grandpa, yeah. you're not wearing your shoes. Like all. Like and having she, the piece of paper. And he's yeah. like, oh. yeah. Like she took care of him in yeah. a different way this episode. Yeah. And I, I was happy when Richard got it together. Yeah. Emily was still unhinged. He started to get it together a little bit more. And then she really got it together for the funeral. Thank God. I was, well, yeah. I, was, I mean, I'm skipping ahead, but it was very sweet when that scene where she talks about make sure he, he eats. And then he acknowledges it. Yes, a woman with a tray is coming over to me every eight minutes. You're doing. Mm-hmm. And then they are sort of reunited. And and Rory and Lorelai, or maybe it's just Lorelai, is so happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and the, the main part of that was that Richard was like, I'm, you know, I don't think she belongs on our mantle. I think she should mm-hmm. be buried next to, mm-hmm. next to dad. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily was like, um, but she, you know, she had her request. And then he was like, well, no, like, I think she should be buried next to dad. And then, you know, Emily was like, whatever you want, Richard. And they Mm -hmm. like, she just, you can just tell she was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we don't even know that Richard knows about the letter. I'm assuming he doesn't. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think he does. Do you think he doesn't? Um, I, well, if he doesn't, if he's not aware of the letter, he's certainly aware of her feelings about uh, right yeah. he's aware of the letter because he got the letter right. but he's not aware that emily now knows about well I, oh, right. I do you think that he like he could have also co- completely forgot about the letter you know didn't remember he saved it it's one of those things where he like threw it well, he the didn't but save also, it but also saved do it. we know it. if she even gave him the letter like do we know that well, we, we're don't. Assuming, no, we don't we're assuming because that's a carbon copy that's do you guys carbon. know what that means yeah Exactly. I don't. They don't know. I bet you, you don't they know don't what a carbon know. copy is. <laughs> no, oh, I don't. Isn't it like an exact copy? Yes. 
Yeah. Well, because it was written on carbon paper. So back in like the day, you would write something on this paper and then it would keep a copy of it. Like, you know, when uh, your checkbook, you know, when your checkbook, yes. like when under, you, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 I get that. I that they don't really know. I, I know. I know what it no, is. I know I what it know, is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know oh, that's what Shout it was out called. to Easton. That's what CC means in e- emails. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Carbon, carbon copy me. Oh, I, I, I did not know that. That's what CC means. So is BCC blind? Yeah. Uh, BCC <laughs> is blind copy. I yeah. did know that one. Blind just, carbon copy. <laughs> Although, <laughs> Danielle, I shouldn't what? say this. Actually, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more vague, but there was an email that went out where I think everyone was supposed to be BCC. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and everyone was CC'd. No. So immediately you're going through the list going, who else is on this? Who else is on this? Do I have it? I just haven't read it yet. Did no, it happen? I'll forward oh. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the other thing that everyone does, and don't act like you don't, when you get someone's address, immediately you're all Zillow. Zillow. <laughs> <laughs> within 0.00005 seconds oh, like <laughs> immediately copy insert Girl, what's her house look like <laughs> how much is it worth i got invited Whoa. to a housewarming party and i was like zillow i zillowed that thing the second i got the housewarming party invite <laughs> oh my god so and how mad are you when they're like sold off market and you're all ah damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, we got for a really good price <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why do we all do that oh my god everyone does it enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know what's interesting about Penel and Lot? She was in one episode, right? 
Uh-huh. But she is referenced so much. So many yeah. times. I think actually you can even find out how many times she's referenced. She's referenced so many times in this show. Yeah, she was. I agree with you. I, I thought of that too. I'm like, how did she only appear once in this such a presence in this, totally. in this show? Um but well, yeah, she I mean del- she delivered the bomb, right? Yeah. She yeah. Delivered the bomb. Okay, Scott, I have a question for you. Yeah. The letter. Let's just say, you know, your wife got that letter from her dad. Like oh. and you found out about it. Like Oof. what does like for me personally? I would die. Like, I literally don't know how I can come back from that. Mm. Uh, uh. But Gran was already so awful. And she's wrong. Richard and Emily are meant to be. So she was wrong. Well, was you know, it gives us a clue. Kennel and lot. So it was like, you know, it was this sort of lady die and, and Prince Charles scenario mm. with Camilla Parker Bowles, right? It, it reminds you of that. Yeah. Where, but obviously Richard was a, a better man at that time, mm-hmm. uh, and and understood more what he needed in his life than his mo- own mother. Well, and Graham was tough on him. That's the whole fight that right. he has so much regret about is that she was. Remember when she had to bail him out, which probably was sort of fine at the time, but then calling it out this many years later and not really honoring all the success that he has had on his own. She sort of tried to take credit for a lot right. of things. Yeah. Right. And he, he was, was like, I paid you one. back within three months or right. whatever the right. time was. Right. Like she was tough. Well, yeah. And you know, at one point do you, do you, do you lay down your sword and, and for the, for the betterment of all and for the good of the family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, embrace Emily. And well, I, yeah, keep your trap shut. Yeah, it's like, and she just kept coming in and coming, you know, it's like, that's She's why I didn't like her. It's going like, after Emily. After yeah. 40 plus years, it's like, chill, okay? Accept it. Grow up. Totally. Stop being such a um, a fly in the ointment. Right, you know? it's like, okay. Stop so castrating wrote- your son. Yeah. Stop uh, uh, degrading Emily in front yeah. of the granddaughter, in front of the daughter. It's like, you know, they had every reason to explode at her f- prior to to when Richard. Totally. Did. I mean, it was just inappropriate. That's what and I also like. You about. write that letter, right? So she writes that letter, horrible mm. letter, awful. But Richard married Emily anyway. So if you love your kid, then you go. I said my piece, right. and now I must move on. Right. But yeah. she didn't. First of all, Especially the after all these wild. years. And also the fact that it's Emily, like, cleaning up her estate, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, this person that she deems so bad for her son right. is taking care of everything with her death. Mm-hmm. You know, Emily like, there is just some... just had that nice lady in that pretty suit do everything. Exactly. Like, why is Emily even in there? Just have that nice lady who you who's packing up the house just do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you don't get that scene. I know. Well, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How about Graham met three presidents? <laughs> pretty good. Uh, okay. Can we go back to the fight with Nicole and Luke? The one thing that I thought was so hysterical was the entire diner 
quiet listening. <laughs> that was good. I that mean, was it's really a small good. town. That was like, very good, yes. <laughs> and Kirk saying he can read lips. Yeah. And first of all. Like, yeah. My, my other question is, what is in a chef salad? Are chef salad, does anyone order a chef salad anymore? I feel like they order a cob salad. I was going to say, I was going to say, a chef, a chef salad? salad is kind of like a cob, right? That's it's what I was a bad cob, I think. I, I, I ordered a Greek ham. salad last night. I like Greek salad. Oh, right, Greek good. salad's a great call. That's very current. Chef salad seems so. Chef it's salad like, it's like the B version of a chop. It's a B version. It's the D oh, version of a cob. Uh, that's what I meant to say, of a cob, yeah. <laughs> it says it's lettuce. <laughs> it's <laughs> there's lettuce, obviously. <laughs> Swiss cheese, bad. Mm. Ham, turkey, mm. or Egg. chicken. Roast beef. My God, it's a meat salad. <laughs> it's a meat salad. <laughs> and then there's eggs, uh, avocado, egg, tomatoes. Avocado. God, does anyone? When have you guys ever ordered a chef salad in your life? I don't uh, think so. No. Maybe I like a good cob. <laughs> I love a cob. The cob. Yeah, I love a chop. I ordered this a Greek a salad last salad. night. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be involved. In the <laughs> I hate we to miss know. out. I've missed out on salad conversations before. I thought this, said, is this salad. time I'm getting involved. Welcome to I am all salad. Uh, that's a lot of meat and i don't know that swiss cheese in a salad i gotta call that little chef rider he's got a lot to do he's gonna have to taste <laughs> he's gonna just make mock turtle, soup. mock turtle soup and a chef salad he's busy <laughs> he's a busy week um jackie uh came in with a question oh yeah jackie what was that question you had about which Marianne i was gonna Ross. bring up yeah she said without knowing marianne ross played Marilyn, which is richard's cousin would you have noticed it was the same actri- actress as Trix? It was. It was. It was very jarring. What? Yeah, I feel like I, Gilmore's I, done that a couple times though. So I've, I've noticed. Of course, I was like, just a new notice. wig. That's all you got. New wig. That's it. <laughs> same accent. Yeah. Same inflections. Yeah. Well, it's like how Kirk wasn't Kirk not <laughs> Kirk in season right season one. He were like, oh, you're right. Yeah, Kirk was not Kirk. <laughs> just for like a couple episodes, but yeah, I love that question because it's like. Of course I would notice. Yeah. It's freaking Marion Ross. <laughs> like But so maybe blatant. not. Maybe not. I mean we were we were on Danielle. alert. Danielle. <laughs> yeah. Everyone okay. in the world would notice. <laughs> I know, you're right. But we were especially on alert. I was waiting for her to come back because we knew that. We didn't And is you know. that so, it for Marilyn? I don't know, but Thar-Scott. that sort of had the, the seeds of a, a, a budding horror film. You know, so like all of a sudden, she's back from she's the dead. Trix is back from the dead and standing there posing as her somebody's cousin. Like, wow, where's this going? Oh, Emily in the robe, by the way, with the drink and the cigarette is yeah. kind of iconic. Yeah. With the ro- yeah, did you say the robe too? Oh, the Victoria's Secret scene or the fake Victoria's Secret, whatever that we didn't talk about oh, yeah. that. Where, where Lorelai becomes unhinged, underwear, and she totally just loses it with that poor salesperson uh marilyn is in two episodes so we got one more yeah movie. really one more mm. yeah well death makes people lose it who does even, yeah. even lorelei lost it at victoria's secret that did look yeah like she did but also like uh, what a weird thing to do to like pick the out the yeah and uh who, oh. yeah pick, 
I don't think you. I think somebody's whole job. I was gonna say, isn't someone's to job to dress them? Like, unless there's yeah. something, there's something to dress special. Them, you you want to give the them clothes. Yeah, you yeah. still bring the clothes. Did you guys ever see that show Six Feet Under? I never watched it, but I think that uh, whole show was about. I think they owned. Right. Well, they, well, they were like undertakers. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's like a that's quite a business. I did I did enjoy at the end where. Uh, Rory was like, I did see that you put a Hello Kitty bracelet on her. Like, <laughs> like that was so funny. Oh, God. I mean. Laurel, I put a, 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 bra- Hello a bracelet, Kitty bracelet on the bracelet on tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just the guilt, you know, that's it's the guilt touch. Yeah. yeah. It's a Lorelai touch. Mm-hmm. We talked about the scene with Richard and Rory, though. That's where we're at now. Yeah. It's like a, such a great scene. Mm-hmm. I loved fourth time's the charm with the bow tie. Looks good. Fourth time's the charm. <laughs> and again, refer- references the internet. Oh, you can find anything on the internet. <laughs> I had this conversation with my, I bumped into a friend the other day. And she was married, divorced, married again. And I hadn't seen her since she got married again. And the ring was like so beautiful. And I'm like, your ring is amazing. And she goes, you only get married twice. (laughs) 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 That's what fourth of times the charm reminded me of. Um, hmm. Did you think we should have seen the eulogy? Were you happy we didn't? It's kind of like all of a sudden we knew he got through it. I was fine without it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm always like skip skip over the wedding, skip over the funeral. Yeah, I think it would have been enough. We we had enough, enough already of with the death. Yeah. We didn't really need that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my granddaughter Lorelai. She's not married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an intro. There was that somehow tricks said that. I, I forget who was telling the story, but she's like Oh, and then that was so sweet when Marilyn says, am I possibly related to you? That was Oh, sweet. that was cute. That was very cute. When, Marilyn in reference really to Rory. Did you like yeah, Marilyn? I liked her. I liked her. She's less annoying than Trix. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> but a fun character. Yeah, she's fun. And I like that we heard all those stories about Trix that, you know, like were, oh, when she was here and there, she did this and that. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There were some epic lines when when Lorelai and Emily are on the couch and she's all, how are you? My feet are killing me. How's the rest of you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And then she says, did you really wear those shoes to a funeral? Still the same old Emily. She's back. Yeah. She just had like one day. (laughs) Yeah. She was off. Yeah. I don't know. There was some good stuff. Yeah. What did you think about the reigning Lorelai conversation? Oh, interesting. Because Lorelai is now the reigning Lorelai. I want to hear of Scott. Um, Well, I mean, talk about a huge responsibility. I mean, I don't know what it even means. What does that mean? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, so what? (laughs) (laughs) What is she carrying on? (laughs) 100%. I mean, she couldn't be, you know, she's 180 degrees different from, um, from Trixie. So, Does anybody have that in their family where like uh, they care they care somebody carries on a name like I don't know that doesn't exist in my family. There's yeah, not like me either. You know. I was supposed to be the fifth. No. Mm-hmm. So that's my point. It's like what is Lorelai carrying on? What right? Her, yeah. What will her reign include? What will she? Is, how will she carry the family name? And I know that's probably a big deal, but I mean. I mean, she is also kind of, I mean, not yet, but the reigning Gilmore in the, from her, you know, her dad's line because yeah. they don't have another kid or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Only child, one granddaughter, big responsibility. Yeah, she's, she's redefining the, the DNA, what the DNA mm-hmm. is capable of. Richard and Emily don't have siblings that we know of. Who doesn't? Richard, Richard and Emily. Yeah, we never meet them. I mean, was I guess Richard was an only child, wasn't he? That's what I'm looking. Is Richard and and Emily was an only child? Yeah, Richard was because they mentioned it. Okay, what about Emily? Yeah, Emily. Yeah. Emily, I don't know, but I know what Trix mentioned. I have a feeling that Emily was adopted. Really? Yeah. I don't. Okay, so Richard, Lorelai, and Rory Gilmore were all only children. Emily was not. Oh, Emily mm. Gilmore has a sister, Hope. She lives in Paris, France. Really. Oh. Yeah, Emily has a sister. She is mentioned in season one, episode eight. We must have forgotten. That was my mother's name, Hope. Oh, really? It's a pretty name. Why did Richard and Emily have only one child? They had fertility issues. Wow. They would have had a lot of value placed on their bloodline. 
They yeah. would not consider adoption a viable alternative. Which maybe is one another reason Trix doesn't like Emily. Didn't produce enough heirs. Hmm. How old was Emily when, R- when Rory was born? Emily has a complicated <laughs> relationship. Wow, the internet is just, I could do a deep dive here for days. You know yeah. when you get a question and then it gives you a more question? Yeah, yeah. Why is Babette's house so small? <laughs> Does Rory have a half-sister? Yes, we already know that. Wow, this, you could just really go on and on. We could do a whole episode of this. Let's do a whole, one day, we're going to just type Gilmore questions into the internet and just do a whole. I hope Danielle thing. didn't hear that just now, by the way. Gigi's already born. She already yeah. knows. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I was like, no one flinched. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, Danielle. No, I thought, I was like, oh. I was like, oh no, Sherry had a baby. I forgot. Lorelai yeah. bought the house in 1995 after she saved enough money from working at the Independence Inn. Most of the furniture, including the beds, are disc- discarded pieces from the inn, courtesy of Mia. Wow. I mean, oh. all right. What do you, what do you, let's rate this. What do you, what do you want to give it? It was, by the way, it was so funny. I saw a comment saying, why didn't you guys rate last week's episode in Costco membership cards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I have two ideas. We can either rate it turtle, turtle or mock turtle soups or Hello Kitty oh, bracelets. Oh, what Hello about Kitty bar glasses? Bar glasses. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, all, all the above. Go. What about an escargot? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mock turtle soups is what's hitting it for me, but chef salads. I like bar glasses. Why don't we just give it our own? <laughs> All right, designation? I like that. Oh, you pick your own. Okay, good one. Yeah, pick I like your that. own. I say eight out of ten Hello Kitty bracelets. <laughs> right. I'm going to say 7.5 Hello Kitty bracelets. Oh, Amy. Seven chef salads. Seven chef salads. Six and a half chef salads. Wow. Boy, you really like it. Um, mm. I'm going to give this, uh, I'm actually going to award it an extra point for being so bold as to go oh, wow. Wow. where no man has gone before. <laughs> <laughs> Exploring new planets and planetary solar systems. Um, they explained they went to explore death in the starship and i i i kudos to them for doing it so i was going to give it um a 7.5 but i think i'm going to add a a point for exploration and risk-taking i love risk-taking um so i'm going to give it not only an 8.5 but i'm going to give an extra Point four points. What's uh, happening for the Emily performance, and then another mm-hmm. point four <gasps> points for Richard's performance. So that we're up to nine point three now. And are you giving That's... it nine point three? What's bar classes? <laughs> oh, bar classes. <laughs> that was the more important question. Or or, <laughs> or a nine point three open bathrobes. <laughs> Did you know that I learned on TikTok that everyone is doing their bathrobes wrong? Wait, why? Okay, so you know you got your bathrobe, right? And you know there's a, that like rope or tie and uh-huh. people put it through like it's a belt, right? They put it through the one yeah. thing, loop it around their back and put it through the other thing and tie it. Nope. You're supposed to put it just through the front. So you put the bathrobe on. And mm-hmm. you put it through the one on the right, and then you don't go around your back. You just put it across your stomach, and you tie it there. Then what's the point of all the loops? 
There's only two loops. No, there's always one on your back. Nope. Incorrect. So listen, sure. I, I hate to cut into this fascinating uh, diatribe <laughs> on TikTok. I'm going to go bathroom. look at my robe. You know, like I am all robe talk? <laughs> Function, functionality. <laughs> but the crack staff has unearthed some oh, thank God. very thank interesting, God. very interesting uh, observations for uh, this episode. People that want I am all chef talk and I am all robe talk. We'll be back. Don't you worry. Uh, this, no, no, no. We're definitely going to. It'll be a, a thing. Yes. The robe talk. That's, <laughs> quite riveting. Uh, <laughs> this episode features several actors who have previously appeared as different characters. Of course, there's Marion Ross, who previously played Tricks and is now playing cousin Marilyn. Tiffany Frazier appears as the sales clerk in the lingerie yes. store. Uh, she previously appeared as a hostess at the bar that Emily and Laurel I went to during their spa trip yes, in season the, two, episode 16. The there's the with rub. the poop nuts. With right, the poop, poop nuts. nuts. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, Charles C. Stevenson Jr. plays the reverend that comes to town for Grand's funeral. He also appeared as one of Richard's golf buddies in season one, episode three, Kill Me Now. And uh, spoiler alert, he will show up again in a year in the life. Oh, uh, yep. I uh, love at, it. At 29 minutes, exactly look outside the diner window. You can see Miss Patty just standing there waiting for her cue oh, no. to enter the diner. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody get a screenshot. <laughs> Somebody get a screenshot of that for Instagram. Let's, yeah. what, what's the uh, timing again? 20, at 29 minutes. We exactly. need that. At 29 minutes. Crackstaff uh, rocks. They do. They're freaking good, man. Uh, at 29.31, while uh, uh, Luke and Nicole are arguing, Miss Patty is sneaking a taste from the marmalade jar <laughs> at uh, 30. Here we go. What do we have? Okay. We got 29. Oh yeah. Yeah. There she is. She's, She's waiting. It's, that really takes an eagle eye because you could have play it Jackie. So I can see if she's standing. Yeah. Like if she like moving or let me tell you something, the crack staff is so juiced up on Scotty P's big mug. Oh bucket. yeah, she was go. Whoa. The crack she's like, go back. Back. Go. go back 10 seconds. Then, yeah. Go back, go back so we can see her. Go back. Yep. Okay. Let's see it here. By the way, that kid had the funniest line of the episode. Yeah, he did. That was hysterical. <laughs> We're looking at the news at the paper. Okay. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, she's, she's just standing there. there. <laughs> like it's not like she walked around the corner and, no, and she's just like, what? and That's go. That's classic. That's really <laughs> classic. What's crazy is when we when I go back again, Jackie. When we watch these, you really look at all the extras out the windows that you would never notice, but like they're there. Yep. Do you think she was supposed to be behind like the green pillar? Yes. And she oh, was just probably, yeah. 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 And she was just like call. two steps back. Yep. Is that the chef salad on the t- <laughs> table? <laughs> no, that looks like a that looks like a club sandwich. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, At um thirty two thirty five in the scene where Lorelai visits the lingerie store, keep an eye on Lauren. Right after she says the oh, word. Oh my god. Mayflower. Wait. Wow, hold on. Uh, okay. for a quick second, it appears she breaks character. And suppresses a laugh with her hand. Oh. But she recovers and moves me. on with the scene. I feel like that was acting. No, We're going to have to examine that. We're going like to have to examine that. that was acting. That. Yeah, we're going to have to dig deep. Um, all right. Uh, crack staff has. Well, let's see, see it. Can we see it again? Yeah, we couldn't tell anything anyway. All right. Favorite lines from the crack staff. 
Uh, Kirk, I don't know why everyone mm, in this town yeah, cocky with always that. thinks I'm crazy. They enjoyed that. <laughs> also, there, uh, another one, uh, favorite line. Emily talking about the wake. Per- because personally, I think she would just so- toss some cheese cubes in the coffee, stuff some toothpicks in her mouth, and let the people go to town. Yeah, that was good, too. All right, thank you, Cracks. Yeah, um, yeah well done. Well done, indeed. Uh all right, kids, I think that's it. We're going to... Anyone else have favorite lines? I did mine. I had one. Oh, we have, um, that's right. It was when Rory said it was my great-grandmother. I dropped the grate to make <laughs> it sound sadder. <laughs> so true. Just like, you could tell she was just like felt so bad, like lying about it. Danielle. I'm going to go ahead and give mine, uh, give one from Nicole. Mm. When she is like, I was in the middle of the word September. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Scott thought She's, he was like, I thought we were done. She was like, I was in the middle of the word September. That beard, she irritates me. Bye, Nicole. Bye. Uh, Amy, what's your favorite line? I mean, I don't know. I, I said some of them, but this wasn't my favorite, but it did make me chuckle how when at Victoria's Secret, Lorelai really said she's dead so many times. She's dead. She's dead. That was really, oh, God. Uh, oh, wasn't there something about nuts with extra nuts or was that my line i kept writing down these people are all nuts with extra nuts what's <laughs> that in the episode or did i write that i don't remember i think you wrote that i think, I think it's good that. writing um it's good writing. Don't write it is. um <laughs> all right kids that's gonna do it. we're gonna wrap this up uh next episode season four episode 17 oh, a girls in bikinis boys a doing the twist do you remember it? I fully remember it. Yep, I remember. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Amy. Uh, all right, kids. Thanks. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for uh, tolerating my sickness, my sneezing, my coughing. Yeah, you poor thing. I didn't want to talk about it, but I feel bad for you. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to go back to bed right now. Uh, <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> all the best. Bye-bye. Oh, God. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card.